Hey, this is your Aunties Could Never, a podcast where you get to hear from your favourite aunties who have all the real talk with our thoughts on what's going on in the world. We'll be reminiscing about what it was like black in our day. And most importantly, we'll be helping you sort out your daily dilemmas with advice only your coolest auntie will give. I'm Auntie AK. And we are live. This is episode 20. I'm excited. Really double digits, me. baby. Double digits. <laughs> Please, my ladies, introduce yourselves. I'm Auntie Farah. I'm Auntie Nana. And I'm Auntie Shade. What have you heard? What's in the news? What have you heard? What's in the news? Well. Oh, God. There's been so many <laughs> things in the news and I was fighting to like decide what to talk about. And most of the things that I was going to talk about are all really, really sad. Mm. So I thought instead I will talk about Will and Jada. Oh, <laughs> the the news story that all of us had probably. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> because, okay. because, right, right. Mm-hmm. We discussed it last week before she yes. brought herself to the table. So she's now brought herself to the table, right? And during the interview with Will, when he said to her, what I want, she basically said, I've got into an entanglement. The bit I want to talk about is the fact that she said entanglement and that I've been talking to lots of women and it seems like we get it. We get what she means by entanglement. (laughs) But men are so offended. Entanglement. What do you mean by entanglement? Like, it's just a new word that people are making up. There's no need for the word. She, why couldn't she just say what she was doing? Question, <laughs> question. He takes liberties. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> I can't do that. So I want to know what you ladies think about the word entanglement and does it make sense? Did you get where she was coming from? Let's discuss the whole thing. Wagwan for the wagwan. Okay, so if we're talking about the entanglement aspects, yeah, I think it's a cop out. Do you know what I mean? First of all, Jada said that she was bringing herself to the table, yeah, but Will dragged her to the table. <laughs> Let's be real. He dragged her to the table because I thought she was going to be talking to her, her, her mother, to be yeah. honest. We hardly ever see Will, but Will was the one that brought her. So I was just like, okay, cool. Maybe we'll see something real here because it's a real issue, right? And then he had to push her to say... Because she was like, oh, she got into an entanglement. Like it was just like some casual little um, flirting, you know, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Pa- passing fancy, like a summer, a whirlwind summer or something. And in turn, I was looking at her like, <laughs> Jada, Jada, like, you know, he had to push her to say, yeah. And she was like, yeah, I'm in a relationship. Brother, like, come on, man. Come on. Like, she tried to pie it off like it was nothing. Don't get me wrong. I do feel like I've got a bit more insight, even though this whole thing is just not big in the world, in, in general anyway, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, but I do I do believe that August has done this for malicious reasons anyway, kind of thing. But it doesn't take away from the fact that Jada really tried, she really tried it. She tried to fool all of us <laughs> like it was like a minor you was in a full-blown relationship with this young man. You went on red carpets, my love. Like, do you know what I mean? This is your son's friend, babe. It's not an entanglement. It's not. It's not. It's a relationship. And uh, you tried it. You tried it. In the context of the word, because I think I'm with you. She she was trying it. It's like, Will was like, Jada, what, you know, mm-hmm. say what you're saying. But I'm, in the context of the word, do you get the word? I get what she's trying to say that she was 
involved in someone in a complicated way. Yes, I get that. But I believe that she caused the complication. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I think that actually what she done was, I don't really like the word predatory. I don't know what August's mindset was at the time, but I think she was more in a position of power. She was more in a position of stability. She may have, may have manipulated the situation because she was his carer. He went to her for guidance and healing in a sense, self-claimed healer as well. You know, they said they weren't together anymore. Will was like, he was done. She found this guy, had a relation with him, but still had feelings for Will. Mm -hmm. So I think what happened is that they got back together and then August wasn't happy. happy. Mm -hmm. My conclusion from that show was just like, don't get involved with married people, ma'am. Don't. <laughs> because they will be sitting there laughing at you, high-fiving. They <laughs> high-fived. <laughs> they, they said bad marriage for life. They yeah. did you know what I mean? They're taking the piss. They're taking the piss. I was just like, nah, no, 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 they're taking the piss. They're taking the piss because they're they're still married. They're still married and rich and so rich. Yeah. So rich. <laughs> and happy and happy. Also, also seemingly. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But they're definitely happy on camera. It's just a digression. It was just like, oh, a minor digression. Will was like trying to get his alpha male back. Well, I feel a bit like I kind of said it. I said that this is this is nonsense. This whole situation was more than what it was. I still don't think August was wrong for coming out. And I think it's a good thing because let's everyone be real. Because if you're going to present yourself a certain way, because my thing is, why did Will look so broken? And the many different opinions that have gone around mm -hmm. is like, you know, that they weren't really broken up and they had to say they were broken up to save face because there's something that's not been said in that space. If you're so upset that this has come out now and you have to deal with it because it's come to the public eye, that means you're so beholden to your brand and your, your persona that you're not living your truth, maybe. So there's a bit of like, you shouldn't be so broken if this is something that's been dealt with and you seemingly have forgiven her, even though that little dig like, I'm going to get you back. And then she's like, uh, you already have. It's this, it's, this, this is messy. It just sounds very, very messy. In regards to the word, word entanglement, it's such a sweet gift to us all. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because it's, I hate it's complicated. When people yeah. say complicated, it comes with a level of like, no, it's complicated, you know? And I immediately take on the persona of a man. It's complicated, you know? Like, shut up, shut up, fuck off. <laughs> entanglement, yes, we are entangled. Because women, and I think it describes women's emotions a lot better if you're gonna be really sexist about it. I feel like it explains us a lot better entangled because I don't want to be with him, but I can't just let him go. And I'm just, my emotions are just tangled in the tin. <laughs> common sense, reality, and what I should be doing, what I shouldn't be doing, how to empower myself. I can't let go because I know his D is going to give me the whip to take me to the promised land. And then, and then, and then, and this, and this, and this, and that. Can so, I just... I, this, like, I, sorry, but wouldn't that describe her relationship with Will, not whatever, August? Whatever the case is, entanglement. Yeah. No, my point is the word. The word itself is perfect. It describes her and Will too. Will yeah. is entangled mm -hmm. with Jada because it looks like she's the alpha that's like, bruv, I'm going to do what the hell I want and you're going to be along for this ride. And he's so entangled with his emotions, they can't let I her go. So. Can't, well, well, I don't, whatever that agreement, whatever the agreement is, it's an entanglement. That word <laughs> is perfect for the situation. And for the men who are butthurt about the situation, I don't think it's fair to say, or it's not good practice to say, well, if they're doing bad, we do bad. I don't like that catch 22, that tit for tat behavior that we do as men and women. However, 
This is what you lot do all the fucking time. You've got remix for days and situations for days, and women are always sitting there, okay, and putting up with it and putting up with it and putting up with it. For once, you lot are saying your brother putting up with some shit. I think Will's got some other stuff behind closed doors and all that type of stuff. Two stories starting to circulate. Um, A certain Dwayne Martin story is coming back up. So, and you know, whatever, whatever. Sorry, what? What? You know, What's the way? What's the okay? But Dwayne, why? Why, why are you well, looking? Why is everyone well, looking at me like that? Like, well, there's, I don't there, know. There was a story back in the day that Dwayne, Mar- Dwayne Martin, and Will got into it physically, and it was that him and and Dwayne, and then also um, Lisa Ray's husband got yeah. into it Dwayne Martin. So Dwayne Martin's apparently a home wrecker, a home wrecker. of yeah. the male dis- of the male yeah. persuasion. So there's oh, stuff wow. that goes around, and yeah, so Will and Dwayne had their bromance exposed to be more than a bromance whatever and that's apparently what contributed to this rift between jada and will hence thus forth therefore jada gets into entanglement with a broken depressed young lad because <laughs> she was broken and depressed because of her entanglement with will and his entanglement with other people and guys so yeah um yeah so, so for guys saying tip for that man nah, crying whatever whatever it it's not a good thing that we're doing getting you back but sometimes get payback in it yeah you explained the entanglement perfectly that's exactly what it is it's like her and will are like that and then august came in like that and it's just all a bit of a mess <laughs> and I, I did feel sorry for august again watching it i was like wow you'd be really like i was just used like when Jada said, it's been so long, like, really? So basically, you was just using his penis. And saying that to Will, and yeah, it was all, all sorts of messy. But I was thinking, like, Jada before said that she had a sex addiction at one stage. So I was thinking her long may have just been, like, a normal person's <laughs> um, looking after myself type thing. Uh, could have been a few months. And... I thought them laughing and making light of it just seemed really, really insensitive. And Will also was as high as a kite. That's why he looked like that. Dude was lean. Look at his, I've watched it three times. Try and zoom in. Look at Will's eyes. He's high. I thought he was crying because obviously it's 12 minutes. So there must have been serious editing. But it's not crying. He's actually high. He'd probably been bunning or taken a Xanax or whatever it is that these people take in Hollywood, but he's definitely high. That's why he looks like that. See, I, I thought he looked like that because he was just super pissed that he had to come and chat about it. Like to me, it was just like, I'm so enraged that I have to talk about it. And not necessarily from a brand point of view, but from a male ego perspective and mm. knowing, I mean, the internet has gone crazy the the memes that i've seen and the voiceovers and all that kind of stuff it's just nuts it's so it's so nuts i've seen like a jamaican version that had yeah. to die in for me I, I thought that's why he looked the way that he did from a male ego i can't believe i've got to come out and talk about this shit and let the world know that you've been taking it from this young boy i've now <laughs> got to come and chat about it i don't know i didn't think that he was high when she said when he was like i'm gonna get you back and she was like i think you already got me back yeah. I think he means in a more public way. Because he everyone knows that Will's been doing what he's been doing for the yeah. longest time. Yeah. It's not yeah. it's not new news. I think that that look 
that um, everyone's kind of like latched onto, and now that's the meme look. That was when she said, when she said <laughs> she hasn't felt good in so long. That's when that look it's came up. So long. <laughs> yeah. She really yeah. emphasized it, that in the yeah. Jamaican version. She said, "I just wanted to feel wood." <laughs> That's what it says. Yes. And I hadn't felt wood in so long. Oh no. <laughs> so but you would feel away, even if the tables yeah. were turned and then someone you know, your guy was to say that to you. You would feel away. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. and I, I think it was I think the good thing is that they're talking about it. That's the positives. I thought that was like good, like okay, they're having like a what seems to be a healthy discussion. But I do feel like I agree with you, Auntie Nana. Like, it seems like Jada used August. Yes. And like, August caught feelings and now he's lashing out five years later or whatever. It ain't that long but, ago. Um, well, he's saying it is. He, that's what he said. And that's what they're saying as well. So that part yeah. of the story kind of matches up. And I watched um, Angela Yee went live yesterday with the Jasmine brand. And she was talking about things from her perspective and why, you know, even the backlash that she's getting for actually even doing the interview with him in the first place. She was kind of saying that what they're saying is what it is. And she's kind of more independent from them, I guess. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But it seems like, okay, this is this is the version of the truth that we're going to get anyway. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get any more. I don't think it's going to hurt Will and Jada. I don't think it's going to hurt them or hurt their brand or anything like that. To be honest, it's kind of like a nice distraction from all the sad stuff that's been going on. I don't know, man. They're a different family anyway. <laughs> this is what I said last week. They're not yeah. traditional. They're, They're just not, not a traditional, traditional family anyway. So inside into the rich and famous, I guess, you know. I think we're affording them a bit too much creative control on this. I just don't know what if Will was high or if he was crying or whatever the case is, why come looking like that? It's just really it was a weird <laughs> that's What she mean? What was wrong with how he looked? Whether you see it as being high or seeing it as being broken, I just don't understand because I felt from the minute the interview started, he just had his I'm gonna cry in two seconds in two seconds. He's got he had that emotional Ooh, face on. So, thought, but that's what I but that's what I saw. I so saw I that felt like yeah. I Caroline thought, Archer on Facebook has said that she thinks he's acting. And I've heard that from other people as well. You know but what? Then, I think both of them were acting. Oh, they were. That was <laughs> the performance. But that's what yeah. my point is. Like, sometimes I'm like, you lot, people think they're so smart. This didn't work. Mm. It's just, it was just a bunch yeah. of nonsense. In the end, that's what I'm saying. We're affording them so much creative control. And like, this is what they've mm. got. It, it just was a dumb move, I think, because... You're, she's sitting there like a Buddha. He's sitting like a broken, <laughs> like a broken thumb. She looks uncaring. You're having this fist bump moment and it looks kind of rehearsed. That bit was like, yeah. That <laughs> bit was annoying. So oh, rehearsed. Yeah. Seemed very fake. Like you don't mean, whatever's going on, you don't mean it. So either you best not, you should, mm. I suppose as you said, it's, in the end, it's intent- entertainment and we just take it with a pinch of salt. Mm-hmm. However, in all of this, for whatever's not true, who's in control, whatever, someone, decided to sleep with a person that was totally emotionally broken from what we understand. And she didn't once reference, and maybe that's part of the fact that she hasn't spoken to him recently. She didn't even reference what August, August's side of it. She just talked about her being broken and being mm-hmm. in a bad place, but that is not also the point. You, what, are you not gonna address why you felt it was okay to sit with your son's friend. What's the point of coming to the table? It was 12 minutes. I thought you were going to get like a 40 minute real in- introspective conversation because you can that do it. That was an advert. 
That was, to be fair, sorry to cut you, but to be fair, their shows are generally quite short. I wasn't too worried about the time because that's what I'm, I guess, like, that's what I see in the show anyway. The mo- normal It was shows. shorter than usual, though. It yeah, was, not- yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was a proper round table, though. I mean, we're table. Normal shows of their shows are, like, literally 40 minutes. Or so if they're going to do a two-part, then it'll be, like, 20 and 20 on the, on the comeback. So mm. even though it wasn't a normal round table, it was still, they made a big deal, like, I'm going to bring myself. It was a build-up to, not much really was said, just to show that we're still married. We, we find it kind of funny. We're not going to rise to the bait, but you still ended up being clickbait. Say if they actually really did orchestrate all of this. August has his 27 long album coming out mm. and they're like, all right, so few people know you, but the world doesn't know you. August is like, I'm going to tell on you. So he's come along and, and maybe like been like, I'm going to speak about it. So they've got ahead of it and been like, all right, you tell you do a tell-all and we're going to come back and we're not going to really say too much. Like, I just felt like this was all too neatly sewn up. As a scandal goes, it just felt like you can't scandalise these two. They're going to get ahead of it. And I think that they would sit down, especially Jada. She really struck me like a really powerful woman, mm. really in her power. And I feel that she would have got ahead of this. She's powerful in Hollywood. Even Angela Yee, I think she would have told her that we're going to do this. I think she absolutely got ahead of it. Knew what August was going to say. Knew what their comeback was going to be. And it doesn't hurt them. Their digital footprint has gone up because everybody's talking about them. So really, it's a win-win for everybody involved, August included. And I feel like that's how Jada would have sold it to him. Mm -hmm. Like, you can tell, tell. Tell it, tell bits. you got to give the folks something. Be like you're exposing us and we'll have our comeback. And, you know, you, you can do well out of it. I feel like this was just, like, orchestrated for all of them. Now is the time. They're all over it. I don't think they got ahead of it. I think they, they handled it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I say is that it was more reaction than a plan. Because I think if it was a plan, then we wouldn't have heard anything. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I just think it would have just been like a zip kind of thing and how it has been in the past right because we always hear rumors you know you don't have anything verified right and it was totally verified yeah I just I don't know unless August comes out with a track called Ent- Entanglement yeah, he should I, I, I just, <laughs> do you know what I mean? you know he will <laughs> he probably will he probably will yeah, yeah but like yeah I just don't I don't really see how he's gonna win long term I didn't see her as powerful. And maybe this is the orchestration and maybe I'm just buying into it. You fucked up majorly and you've embarrassed the family. Now you're going to have to sit there and explain it. Because Will, to me, didn't look like, oh, I'm sad because you hurt me. I thought he looked annoyed because we're in this situation because of you and your antics again. That's what, yeah. that's what I got the vibe. You like. didn't I pick well. Do you know what I mean? I got the vibe nah. that, that Jada is messy and that she's portraying herself as to be this, you know, calm, collected person that's just there to help people. But actually, how can you be doing Red Table Talk if you're going after young men who are broken? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah. that's what Jada's... Um, so that's what Will's point is. Just like, you see, Jada... You see, you see you and your madness. <laughs> <laughs>
if this is a thing where, okay, they're caught off guard, this is it, you're coming to the table, we'll drag Jada to the table. And he's like, no, say it. No, say it. No, go on, go on, say it. You've got to say it and make sure. It's like, why would you even, <laughs> why would you put your wife on trial for public trial? That's also another thing. Like, that's very vindictive as well. Why, yeah. how come they couldn't resolve it behind closed doors? That was also the thing with Will, like, no, you're not going to get away with just saying it was this. You better freaking say what you meant to say. Say what it is. Tell, tell the truth if you've seen that film. <laughs> and it's just an interesting punishment that he tried to put on Jada as well. It's like a punishment. Well, do you know what? Maybe because yeah. her whole thing is that she gets people on that show to talk the truth. She's had T.I. and Tiny mm. on there. She's had Snoop. She's had, she's had what's her face? Um, Jordan Woods. She's yeah. had these people on there exposing their business and talking to them and acting like, well, what made you do this? And what made you, you can't have that chat and not take it yourself. No one's going to take her seriously again if she isn't going to talk about her own shit. No, I was just going to say, like, I do get the impression, though, that um, they've, you know, done a lot of couples therapy and all this kind mm. of stuff. And I get the impression that Will previously was trying to do everything to please her. And mm. she wasn't happy with it. Do you know what I mean? Because she wasn't happy with herself. himself. Yeah. And then he kind of went to the mode of like, well, you need to be happy for us. Um, yeah. He's got a quote about that kind of thing. Yeah. And she's gone off and done her, her thing and he's um, gone off and done his thing. So I think that if that's in mind, he, do, he does fit that mindset of like, I'm going to make an example because, you know, we're supposed to be doing this thing and you've messed up. So, you know, his dad was quite military and all this kind of stuff. So I think it does fit to his personality trait. And yeah. also as well, every minute, yeah, you're talking about your love of your life with Tupac, yeah? Of course, <laughs> well, as a man, he's going to get pissed. Of course he is. Yeah, next instalment, people are going to try and come for them and it's not going to stick. They're going to be fine. August, carry on. It's going to soon be kind of forgotten. Yeah. Move on to the next thing. Mm. And on that note, so other than the Will and Jada thing, I was going to mention just the sheer number of deaths over the last Ugh. couple of days has mm. been quite phenomenal. Like just, I, I feel like this year, I don't think I've ever had a year where so many people have died for various different things, not like even COVID related yeah, deaths, yeah. like young people just seem to be dying. Yeah, I mean, I've had a few family ones this year. And uh, again, all non-COVID related. So this year has been from January. It's just yeah. been a lot. And then obviously a good friend of ours passed as well. It's been nuts. But this week, that's why I don't want to talk about this. Because yesterday I looked online and everything that was trending was about people that had died. You had <laughs> Nelson Mandela's daughter. Yeah. You had Naya Rivera. You had the poor girl, I can't remember her name, um, the pregnant girl, the, the YouTuber. That's it. You had her. Even Elvis Presley's grandson. And you had Kelly Preston. That was all trending yesterday. It was just like, this is nuts. And all these things, as far as I know, have got nothing to do with COVID. And I think it's interesting as well, because this leads me on to something that's separate. But a lot of people are forgetting that there are people still dying of terminal diseases COVID has not stopped people dying from cancer I've had two family members die from cancer within a month of each other this year it seems to have gone a bit quieter about all those other things because of COVID mm. and obviously that's a tragedy and everything I'm not saying it's not but it, it is funny how that's come and taken the shine off of some things like for example people being, being able to get chemotherapy yeah. and stuff like that they just can't you know people are being denied or it's been pushed back to some people because of COVID. And it's just, this year's a lot. It's just a lot. I think I hooked on to Naya Rivera's story the most. I think 
Nicole Tia, the young YouTuber who lost her life, I don't know if it was pregnancy related or she had other illnesses. No, her family they said it's not, not pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, she passed and her child. And then, so I was worried about my daughter because my daughter was a fan of hers and stuff like that. So that impact. Naya Rivera, I just don't know from hearing that she was missing and then till she, till they found her, that struck me emotionally. And in that day of having so many announcements that people have passed, and then it's, it was on the anniversary of um, the other Glee star. Yeah. Yeah. And on yeah. the anniversary of um, Sandra Blanstead murder, death, yeah. what happened to her. So if I don't know, I'd love a numerologist. <clears throat> I'd love to speak to a numerologist or someone who knows about those other things and those significances of those days and dates and things like that, because 2020 is definitely a purging year for whatever yeah. reason. It's a purging year. Because I know sometimes you get those years, especially when it's, I always judge it by the um, award shows, memoriam bits. And there's sometimes there's a year where it's like, raw so many 2016 was nuts yeah 2016 was the last time where it was yeah. just it was like a lot of uh, bare people were death. leaving yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and of course you don't want to measure it against famous people obviously but then it's just that thing where okay in a bubble when all these people are passing away in, in close proximity it's a bit weird i don't have anything to add it's sad i i don't we're at the mercy of the universe there's not much we can do I can only say that it's a purge, that the world is ridding itself of stuff. It's taking the good people and the bad people along with it. And I don't know what the outcome will be. It hasn't got me to the point where I'm scared of tomorrow, but mm. I would understand that people started, started to get a lot more fearful of what's going to happen tomorrow because it's, it's to that point where you just, just don't know what you're going to hear next. So I don't know what, how we're supposed to live as humans, what, how we can protect ourselves, how we can prepare ourselves and how we can what's going to be on the other side of this purge, this cleanse or whatever's happening? I think for me, not just to make light of any one situation, but it's like Game of fucking Thrones, man. Can't get for a week without people just dropping off. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's exactly just, that. It's, exactly a lot. That. it's actually a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I'm grateful that in terms of like my family, we're good. And I'm in touch with my mortality in general. You know, I try and live as much to the fullest as I can, you know. But yeah, it definitely is a reminder that it's precious. Nothing is for certain. Nothing is promised. All of that. Especially like, I think with you, especially like the younger people in my life I do worry and it's you know do you know what I mean like how this is affecting them definitely um, because it is a it is a lot I mean we're dealing with a lot anyway and this is just a lot on on top of that and hopefully it just makes them more resilient or stronger or you know do you know what I mean or this is this is or this is the worst it can be for them like yeah, and if they can yeah. get through this they can get through anything I just hope that but it's just been a lot. I think um, Nicole was, is difficult because we was even going to, um, I don't know if we actually did, but we, you know, we was going to reach out to her, do some work with her, for influencer staff and everything like that. So it's not really one that you want to accept, you know? That was and, a shock. Yeah. It, it really was like, that was she's like, young. She's 24. Like, you know, 24, and you don't think, old. you know, and she's so vibrant. And I think like when people are influencers as well and they are sharing their life and, the moments that she shared were happy moments. You know mm. what I mean? Like it wasn't like, she just seemed like she was a joy, you know, that's reflected in, you know, what people are saying about her now and stuff and everything like that. But it's just really difficult. You know, she's what, a year older than Monique? Smart. Smart as, yeah. uh, I don't know. And like Naya. Yeah, I used to watch Glee. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that whole cast Jinx. I'm a bit worried for them if you worked on, on that show you would be a bit worried because the sheer number of people that seem to have 
past and still very young, yes. uh, I would be thinking like, wow, that, that okay, one or two, like, it, it, yeah, I'd be scared. Basically, I would be, I, I would be a little bit fearful as to what that is. I saw some comeback from Amber and Leah Michelle. Yeah. And the guy, the young, the boy that played the the gay guy. I'm sorry, I've can't. Luke. Luke. That's Someone it. can't remember what his surname so is. He, they were, all, you know, again, it's that on-demand grief response that they, they were they were pushing back. Like, can you leave us alone? Let us grieve how we want to grieve. Announcing something on social media doesn't mean to say we love a person any more or any less. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Even because yeah. with a platform like mine, I, I was speaking to Auntie Sade, and I think in the moment when we heard, well, when I heard about Nicole, I was like, I literally just posted about Earl Cameron. He was a hundred plus years old. So not to say that he, you know, it was really, he should have died, but at least that's something that, you know, he lived an extensive life. I'd just done a tribute to him. A few weeks ago, I'd done a tribute to Ty. And then as a platform, my whole timeline, and it's not, it's not, it's not selfish. It's kind of like for people who are watching the timeline for light relief, but then you've got all these memoriams to people who have passed. And sometimes, cause I didn't actually know Nicole, I know my daughter did, but I didn't know who she was. I just saw the story and was moved by yeah. hearing the young person had gone. Then it's like, as someone who owns a brand and something that reports on black news, celebrity news, is like, how do you post this respectfully? Because I like, I first of all, I put myself in, it's like, I don't know her. And it's like going, going to someone's funeral, you don't know them and you're going because you know there's people gonna be there. That kind of voyeuristic pe- thing that people have going to funerals and they're not really there, yeah. for, they're there for the party and the socializing, especially for our type of funerals. It's just all this thing that come into play that you don't even know how it affects you You've got to think about strategically, okay, as a business, should I post this? How do I post this? What do I say? And then as a celebrity who's in the public or someone who's in the public eye, you have to be on demand to react because the, the social media, because I think Luke said something like, I've got 11-year-olds, 12-year-old people telling me how I should yeah. react to this thing and I've lost my yeah. community. Or I, in, that, in that space, they hadn't known that she'd passed. And then there's a picture of them at the water's edge with her family. And even then that's being circulated. And people are like, oh, I feel so sorry for them. But I, I can imagine myself having that rage. Like, do you actually feel sorry for me? You just want to share that picture, and it's just yeah, yeah. Part yeah. that part of a popular deaths becoming a business, and it's really hard to deal with emotionally as well. It's just so it's such a weird space. Another point from Nicole passing. When I put it in our group for us to kind of speak on her passing, at the time I was thinking, oh, I wonder if it was in labour because we know that black women are five times more likely to die compared to our white sisters. Mm-hmm. And then um, I held back on it just instinctively. I was just like, we don't know because she was eight months. So you don't know if it was labor, it could have been anything, but I had that feeling like just hold back. But then I did see so many other influencers yeah. speaking on it like they knew that she had mm. gone into labor, that this mm-hmm. had something to do with medical stuff. Like, really jumping on that and it is like actually sometimes let a story breathe yeah let the Mm. family or a close friend say what took place and then start educating people on this but it seems like everybody wants to break a news before you know and then you have the family having to come back and say Mm -hmm. she didn't die in in labor it wasn't didn't have anything to do with childbirth and we don't want to say why and it's Mm -hmm. like can we not just allow people to actually just to grieve, grieve without yeah. trying to capitalize on it for your own likes and your own platform? It, it really is crass. 
It is. Um, I also just wanted to mention, seeing as we had mentioned Steve Sutherland and the DJ also passed as well. Mm-hmm. And, and that was and that was it. So that was my timeline. I knew there was somebody else. So it's Ty, Old Cameron, Steve Sutherland, Nicole, and I haven't even posted about Naya Rivera. And it's it's that you don't know. Someone might be like, right, they didn't post it. It's just so weird that you've got to think in those ways. Yeah. And if you miss someone, because I know um, an actor called Louis Mahoney, I had a picture of him and Gary Beadle, the actor with a British blacklist card and Gary Beadle responded to it, but I didn't click on the fact that that's what he was, why he was responding to that. Cause it was a couple of years ago that I took that picture and I went to, then I was in like a mad scramble, like, oh my God, I should honor this person that's passed. But then the mood has passed cause it's happened a week ago. And now I've got Earl Cameron. It's such like, this is the reality of this is so weird. And I have to, you have to breathe through it, meditate and just like, do you know what, do what you can because it's just so much to put business on death, especially when it's it's just a weird thing. I mean, and I think people have to um, do what they want, how they want, because it's yeah. ultimately you don't give. It doesn't matter about anybody, but the people immediately related to or immediately associated with that person. All of us are irrelevant. I suppose you're just posting a, like a memorial mm-hmm. about them, whereas there are people that are hounding the family. Mm-hmm. We've asked them for a release. We've asked them for information and they've not said anything yet. They don't have to. No mm-hmm. one has to. So, you know, if you're doing it in a respectful way where it's just like, let's remember this person, that's different. It's not like you're doing it for likes or anything like that. It's a respectful thing. It is a lot different when someone's being hounded or when kids like Luke, whatever his name is, said people are coming at me and saying, why haven't you posted anything? You have to allow those that are grieving to grieve in the way that's best for them and just keep it moving. Mm. Keep it like that. Okay, my story is, it's just the nonsense (laughs) from, you know, the 24th of July, not before. 24th of July, you must wear a face mask when you go out. In shops. Up until, in shops, up until the 24th of July, everything's fine. And um, fines of £100 could be handed out for non Oh, no, I didn't know that. Or a discount, like a parking ticket, if you pay it within 14 days. There you go. And the other thing is, UK experts fear up to 120,000 COVID-19 deaths this winter. So the second wave probably might happen in September. It might not be so bad, but we're going to get this whole resurgence during winter coupled with the flu coupled with everything else so it's just like on one hand i don't even have a one hand i don't even have an eyeball scenario like, <laughs> I have, like i know that everyone is actually and i think that we need to manage our expectation because last year obviously as everyone said everyone was like 2020 is my year people are hoping that 2020 2021 is going to be the year of peace <laughs> no, right no, now i don't know how to expectation. How, how do you feel about the rest of this year. <laughs> Number two, are you, how do you feel about having to wear a mask um, in shops? Because having to wear a mask in shops, okay, whatever in it. It's just the idea that we have to wait until next week. It's fine now. Go to as many shops as you want now without a mask. It's cool. But from next week, COVID striking. So you yeah. better have your mask on. <laughs> I don't know how makeup shops are going to deal with that shit. How are you going to try on your lipstick over your mask? How's that going to work? And in terms of next year, boy, I'm just taking one day at a time. Do you know what I mean? So in terms of wearing a mask, I don't have a problem with it. I think that's fine. It's like more preventative. And I think like it's just common courtesy to help us get through it. Do you know what I mean? I don't think there's anything. There's some parts of the world they do this standardly anyway. Do you know what I mean? So if it makes us care about our fellow neighbour, then I've got no issue with that whatsoever. I get why it wouldn't be immediately just to give people time um, 
organization's time to get things in order. So whether they have to, you know, do science, brief their staff, um, get people in place, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. I think the way our government operates, it always gives like at least some time before they implement something. So I get it. It sounds funny, but I they do get it. They should have thought about that shit before they let shops open. Well, yes, they changed their position on it though, haven't they? Because That's before the they, they said that it wasn't going to be a thing, it wasn't going to be compulsory. But I think that now there's been more extensive studies to show that is an effective preventative measure. So, yeah. But I mean, like these are the things that we need to remember when it's voting time. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So if you think that they fucked up, then you've got to vote right. But in terms of the end of the year, I mean, to be fair, like I kind of just adapted really. Do you know what I mean? So I'm good. I feel like it's annoying. I mean, all the stuff I find annoying, it's just first world problems, really. Like I want to <laughs> sit down in a restaurant. Yeah. I want to wear lipstick. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to have to rely on just getting lashes done. But because you don't see my lips all the time. You know, just stuff like that. Or like, you know, I can't necessarily move the way that I'm used to moving. The expectations of next year for, I think the average person are going to be super high. And I think they need to just reduce it, reduce it right down. But like, I'm just going to carry on as I've been carrying on and be like water, just go with the flow. (laughs) Yeah. So the thing with the mask, I don't mind. I'm impartial to it. I feel like it's not for me. I'm wearing it for others. I'm wearing Mm -hmm. it for other people's um, comfortability because I don't I don't mind people not wearing a mask. So I will wear them. I stock them. They are available on (laughs) loveyaya.com. I have more stock coming in as well. Yeah, I don't I don't mind whatever they decide with all of this. For the next few months, I was watching, I think it was one of the pills. So I think it was like red pill on Black Magic 363 on YouTube. And they were talking about the next few months spell out Jason. So Mm -hmm. July, August, September, October, November. Mm -hmm. So those months are usually considered to be quite um, tumultuous months. It's like, you know, Jason the killer. Like, so (laughs) things things take place in the summer And then it leans into to <gasps> October when you have like, you know, Halloween and everything. So <laughs> for the next five months, things can happen. So for the rest of the year, after I watched that video where they're talking about the Jason months, I was a bit like, yeah, I imagine shit, shit's going to go down. You know, riots usually happen in the summer. So things mm. take place around this time. So I'm, I have very little high hopes for going out a lot for the rest of this year. I feel like 2020 is anything goes. So I really, similarly to Auntie Farah, it is every day I'm absolutely appreciative to be here and to be living and witnessing this time. But I'm neither high or low about it. It's just wake up, thankful, go to bed, thankful. Everybody in my family is intact, thankful. Like that's, that's it. That's my mm. rest of the year. 2021, I don't know. I don't like odd number years. So the, uh, I'm one of those. I'll get through that one. I'm really looking forward to 22. I feel like that's going to be a special year. Follow <laughs> quickly, please answer. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with odd numbers. 77, 
Get me? Just saying. Um, <laughs> but think about it this way. If we think that this is zero, things start from one anyway, don't they? So mm. there might be more positive. It's annoying to me because they said about public transport, you've got to wear a mask on public transport. They said that weeks ago. They could have done it at the same time. That's all I'm saying. Like I get, I get that they're slow with shit. But they've let everybody go out and they've let everybody get into, you know, and then now they're like, oh, you got to wear a mask. And they could have just said that. It could have just rolled it all out at the same time. It might be where? a stop as well, though. Or something. Where, where did COVID go? <laughs> I mean, it's not gone. But I mean, like, when racism was on the agenda and everybody was protesting and the numbers yeah. didn't go up, where did COVID go? Why has COVID decided to come up. back? Yeah. Stop reporting the numbers yes. as frequently. And I remember, I think we spoke about it the other day. Yeah. When mm-hmm. they wanted to keep us locked down, we had yeah. update reports every single day. Top of, because Twitter's my morning news feed. So I go for what's trending, and they've actually now got a COVID strand. And that mm-hmm. COVID strand would first on UK numbers. When we were in lockdown, every single day, UK numbers. Try find UK numbers now. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the Daily Mail is reporting the number because they're, you know, whatever going against the government, whatever they're trying to do. So you can get numbers now. So numbers are starting to come back out again because it's hard to avoid the fact that numbers are going up. But um, I think there have been, yeah, a couple of hundred cases. Uh, so it's going up again. Mm-hmm. So COVID never went anywhere, but they didn't want to report it as much because they wanted us to get the frick out back outside to start the economy going. And again, it goes back to the fact that we can't trust the word of what these people are doing or saying. And I can understand why I was in, you know, Chiswick, on the weekend doing my shopping and the natives of Chiswick don't give a damn they don't think COVID is in Chiswick at all it really <laughs> doesn't exist in Chiswick I guess maybe rich white people don't get it maybe that's what they say <laughs> but they were flouncing about in their Chiswick way doing all their lovely shopping and just talking and like hello blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> as, as normal as possible so I really don't know what to do but I think it hasn't gone anywhere I don't know if you guys saw the story of the 30 year old in Texas who went to a, party, a COVID party and he died. And they, apparently his words- What? What? It was in the Guardian, he was <laughs> in America and he was one of those skeptics, young people skeptics. And he went to a party that- you oh, know, What's a COVID party? Well, basically a rebellious thing. Like we don't fuck COVID, it's not real. So right, we're gonna okay. go to a party. Oh and shit. He got COVID and apparently his last words to the nurse was, I think I got, got this shit wrong. I misunderstood or something like that. I couldn't open, I didn't open the full story, but that I got the head pin. Um, the oh, police. I don't know. I don't believe it. Whether or not that particular story is true, there's definitely people on this earth today that said, COVID is bullshit. Got it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. yeah. Past. There, there's, there's, <laughs> there's too many people on this earth for it not to be true. At least 10 of them have yeah. done that. So it's, even <laughs> if you don't believe that story, that is, it, there's too many people on this earth for it not to be true. I'm not yeah. going to get COVID, go outside, ha <laughs> ha. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what. Well, that- there, there was that pastor, innit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, come on. And even look, the Brazilian president, for all his shenanigans and being so like, f COVID, he's got COVID now, and his mother-in-law was in hospital, was hospitalised for COVID. So you know, but how's he doing? Uh, that's the thing. He's got rich people COVID. One that doesn't kill them. <laughs> exactly. Rich COVID. There seems to be these different strands when a world leader gets it or a famous yeah. person. Yeah. Sure. They seem to be fine. But that's, again, isn't that testament to the food levels and the shit that they, the, the, the fine grand things that they get compared to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? We could show sure hit shopping marks and Spencer's a little more. It doesn't really mean we're eating things fresh off the 
Davis Williams said, Jason, I totally get it. <laughs> you, you guys were thinking I've made this stuff up. No, no from but some I, crazy know, I was person. thinking, no, I was but... thinking like, well, what did people think before Jason was a thing? Do you know what I mean? Like, it just wouldn't have existed. Jason wears a mask. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> exactly! Oh, <God. laughs> but you know what? Whoever wrote the story of the world, this is how they put it. Another intricate blood. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you've got to keep the theatre going. So, you know, people right. come up with different scenarios and... Just yeah. to drop in then, seeing as we're doing these conspiracy theories, anyone yeah. follow the Wayfair conspiracy theory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you know. Oh, I have. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> you What's know, I have. And, and I didn't, I didn't want to. Oh, Where's that? I didn't, I didn't want to. <laughs> do we have? To, do, are we going to do this? <laughs> what is it? I don't know what you're what? talking about. Okay, I, I'll explain it. Yeah. Okay. So Wayfair, you know the furniture store. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They had these. They had these wardrobes mm. online. And yeah. they were going for like fifteen thousand to twenty thousand for a wardrobe, yeah. <laughs> okay. Now it was exposed that there was it's a part of human trafficking. So people that knew, you know, I buy this, oh, I transfer the money, but I'm gonna get a person. That was on Wayfair. And this was on Wayfair. Now so that was the Wayfair scandal. I go on eBay a lot and would search for things and I sell on eBay. I noticed you could put in a TV, normal TV set. And when you go down the scale from high to low on the pricing, there would be a standard Sony TV that would be going for 15,000, which absolutely doesn't make any sense. And you would think, you would reason it out that, oh, maybe somebody's priced this wrong. Mm -hmm. But through this exposure, it is like this could have been ways that these people were using Mm. the normal web to sell folks. But what? Okay, can I just say? No, 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 no. Please. Please. Let me finish the next bit that none of, the vital bit that none of them explained. Okay, whatever. Yes. Some of the Wayfair cabinets were named after missing children. I mean, however. Were they? However, however. however, Can you just add? What else? Have I finished? (laughs) Can you land, please? However, I was coming and you could interrupt. (laughs) (laughs) One of them called Samira, who was named, you know, it was missing. She did a um, a YouTube video saying, look, but she was a very, she's very odd. I must say she's different, but she did a YouTube video saying, yeah, what the fuck, man, I'm not missing. But she also looked like she was in captivity. Who knows? That's the conspiracy. However, there was a page of cabinets and people, but then I think two of them said, look, when we weren't lost and we're not lost now. So this is mad. However, they were presumed missing in the past. That's it. Okay, right. So on that, the, there was on the site they had the cabinet for this ridiculous price, the name of the cabinet of a missing person, and then the advertisement of a missing person, basically the same said as a missing person. But my thing is that it's not hard for websites to get hacked. I don't understand what the purpose of the dark web is if people are doing this. Why are you going to use Wayfair if the dark <laughs> web exists? Like, why are you going to do it? It just doesn't make sense to me. And then also I, w- I watched this thing, like, cause I was just like, no, I just, I just thought this, this can't be happening. But I watched this thing where this guy called up Wayfair and then kind of tricked the person on the end of the phone to start talking about it. 
and then just just tried to bamboozle him. But the headline was just like, see, they've just admitted it. Like, it's just like, no, they haven't. They <laughs> thought that you were just, you know, trying to wind them up about this um, scandal. And once they kind of, you know, called them out on it, you're, you're saying no. So it was just like, no, I just, <sighs> I find it upsetting to me <laughs> because, because there's real people out there in need do you know what yeah. I mean and these things are like they can be distractions to that you know say if someone wanted to tank the value of wafer this would be the perfect way to do it would it not their reputation is always going to be tarnished with this right I'm not saying that they're a good company I don't know that do you know what I mean that kind of thing but I just thought this is ridiculous. Even on one clip, they had Ellen DeGeneres' name there, like, like say that she's putting someone up for sale in this cabinet. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe they've got it on Wayfair because it's free shipping. I don't know. <laughs> don't know. I'm sorry. Didn't even laugh. I, I have not heard this story. I was saving it because I was going to bring it and then I was like, I think I was talking to Tasha and she was like, listen, she's got very... Angry with me. We're going down the rabbit hole because I know me, me and Auntie Fire, we, we like Wayfair, we do. So we do. Uh, I didn't want to upset you, but I thought, okay, I'll bring, it, I'll bring it to the table so you can be surprised. The thing with conspiracy theories in general is that sometimes they are made to seem so outlandish and the people who believe them are so outlandish that right. sometimes the truth is lost in the wash. And we do know that rich people Purposeful. or people, the elite or the people who do all this nonsense, really do things in plain sight and surround yeah. it with so much yeah. and so, ab- so much absurdity that how can, like, why would we do this? Exactly. so dumb that you don't even feel like we're laughing because I did, I went down the rabbit hole and I was like, don't lie. So I, was, <laughs> I was like, is it? Click. Is it? I can't it? even. And I then I got scared because I was like, then I, then I was even, then I was scared. I was like, charge. Like, <laughs> can we even mention this on the show? Because I'm even scared to press click on the thing. And then my internet history is like, if I put hashtag Wayfair or if I put conspiracy theory or if I put anything like that, they're checking and they might be like, I'm what? I'm, I'm now part of the dark web unit. I don't know. <laughs> and then the Wayfair people might come for me. And then I'm marked up. As we say, look, when it comes to celebrities, certain celebrities have rumors surrounding them a lot. Mm. And it's never proven, mm-hmm. and they, their, their star power managed to supersede the shit that we hear. It happened to, whether you like them or not, it happened to Michael Jackson. Tom Hanks is someone that's had a very dodgy... There's a code, I can't remember the, the code that you put in when you're talking about shipments and things like that, something that you put into... I wish I, I didn't have it because I didn't want to research the story. <laughs> so, but there's a picture that Tom Hanks put on his Twitter or his social media of a glove and some faded-out initials, and these initials correlate with this whole trafficking business. And he has been accused of being involved in a paedophile ring. We will never get the facts unless someone really goes to war and tells this and exposes these people. We don't know. And then Tom Hanks is the most loveliest person. So come out against Tom Hanks is a bit like Tom Hanks. Yeah. There's a lot of ways that these people, because humans are reckless. Criminals tend to be reckless. Even, and then their, their egos get caught up in the thing and they have to do some sort of trophy parading in some way, shape or form. Or they think they're so clever that like, we can do this. And the thing, it'd be so dumb and people like, nah, that can't be that, that we can do it. And we can easily fritter it away and say, this is nonsense. Cause Wafer have issued a statement, of course, saying this is not like, this is ridiculous. And actually these cabinets are reasonably priced. People are like, why are these cabinets so damn expensive? Wafer that they're, industri- they're industrial um, cabinets and we've taken, them down to, we've taken them down to review the content 
I think I can't, I can't remember. Someone pointed out, but this this statement doesn't even correlate with what we're actually saying. So it's a bit mad. But your statement is going to be the statement, and that's it. But like Auntie Sade said, it could be another company. It could be IKEA. It could be IKEA. That's what someone said. IKEA could be benefiting from this. Because let's face it, IKEA were closed for so long and they weren't doing deliveries. They've lost a lot of money during COVID and Wayfair were open for business. Could be that. So that's the thing. And then, but then also that's dumb too, because you're really going to create a paedophilic scandal. It's still dumb. Because people then will say like, this is a conspiracy and it's dumb. So yeah. it's a shit way to get back at a company. Why don't you set fire to some buildings? <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's, it's not. I understand. It I, understand. I was being facetious. I understand. And it isn't funny because there are so many millions of people that are missing from around the world. And I wouldn't be surprised if this is how they're selling certain people mm. at all. Like, to me, it doesn't seem that far-fetched. Like, I would think that there'd be certain people, not everybody is connected to big boss man, Johan, that has it sewn up on the dark web. There are some people who are opportunists and you, and it's like scamming, isn't it? You you heard we can pass this person on by just selling a cabinet on Wayfair. And there are people that know that this is going on and they're going to buy it. Like, I think, I don't think it's that far-fetched really that this would be going on because the way that there are so many people missing and a lot of people who are involved in this trafficking, they do it like say you're going through like war routes so it literally is like syrian children there were so many children um from haiti that Mm. got trafficked as well it's like so there isn't going to be a whole foundation of people looking for them because they may have died during the tragedy and that's an easy way to filter out children we've only got to really look at the amount of celebrities that have black babies to see like this is and they're in our faces with black children. Now, yeah. what about all of the other rich people who we don't know who they are, but they live around St. John's Wood who also have a black child, like just there bringing them up. It's, and, and we don't know what abuse is going on, what they're doing with these kids, how they have these children even, why they have these children that they're so-called adopting. Why is this a fad to have a black child in your family when there are other people that you could be adopted that have the same race as you, like why is it so easy to claim a, an African child or a Chinese one? It's, and those are adoptions that we see, let alone just purchasing a child or a woman from somewhere or just picking up somebody with a heroin addiction and then selling them on, taking them to Dubai. Or it's like, it's not that ludicrous that people would be being passed on right in front of our faces. So much happens right in front of our faces that we all are like, they wouldn't do that because it's so ridiculous, and it's, but they do. I just think there's easier ways, right? There's just much easier ways, like to just WhatsApp you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's not I that easy to pass out. on, it's not that easy to pass on large amounts of money though. It isn't. Yeah, that's true. It's easier through e-commerce. So yeah. that, that is actually an easy way because... But you can do it through Bitcoin. A, do you know what I mean? They probably because, do do that. Yeah, that's the... But I, I just think there's easier ways, though. There's just much easier ways. You know what? Yeah, I'm not saying it's impossible. No, it's not impossible. But I think that it's highly unlikely and that there's probably much, much easier ways for um, people to be trafficked where actually it just doesn't leave a paper trail. 
as well. So there's that as well. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of these things go through um, charities as well. This feels like hackers to me. That's the only, that's, I think that's another thing that Wayfair didn't say, we were hacked. So Exactly. That's the only, they didn't say that. They said, oh, these cabinets are real. We're going to take them down, but review our explanation of the prices. That's all they said. And that's, they, that's why I thought their statement was interesting. And they, they didn't say they were hacked. But also, and I think when it comes to crime, any type of crime, we all, like, it ends in jail or death punishment if you live in certain countries. Mm. Why do people still do crime in any way? And sometimes you feel like you could have done this crime so much better, but it was so dumb and so bait. So it's not far-fetched that someone might think this is genius, but it's not because we are logical. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you're looking at it as a logical, sensible person, one that you're not going to do that shit. But also the logic, you'd be like, yeah, now, if I was to do this, this is how I'd do it. But there's so many people that don't take logic when it comes to doing something that seems so straightforward to do that they think, yeah, this is a genius way. So it's not a question, it's not even a question like, like I said, it was easy to laugh at it because it seems so preposterous, but it also, there's an element of like, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe it's not the top level of Wayfair that did. Maybe it's people, I don't, I don't even understand. I don't know. It's just conspiracy theories are really interesting to navigate. You know what? I do think that, that some conspiracy theories are said to be conspiracies because it's trying to downplay critical thought, yeah. for sure. Like, I do believe that. But, like, I, I just don't, don't know. I just don't think this is one of them, to be honest. Like, I just think there's just, there's just so many easier ways to, to get the money or to get to move a person without leaving a very public trail. It's, too, it's almost too obvious as well. Yeah. There's that as well. It's just like, anyone can search it. It's not freaking secret, is it? And like, it's just like <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, but what it does do, it means that anyone who, who is interested in this can access it immediately, can share it immediately. Can like, do you know what I mean? That that's what these types of things does. And it spreads that. It creates a, a, almost like a moral panic as well in that moment that makes me distrust it because it is so accessible yeah i mean it's ridiculous like i said but i'm just conscious of saying something writing something off because that's also what they want whoever does the things in in our faces they they we also contribute to that see these people think it's ridiculous that's why we're going to keep doing it in their faces <laughs> and you just don't know what's what it does sound it, it sounds dumb but someone would do it yeah yeah, yeah, but I think they're probably gonna go to Craigslist. Or, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, well. not on feet. Yeah, I, I think that pro- that probably happens there. Or there's like there's sites where you can buy sex or whatever kind of thing. Probably there in the murky world. There's chat rooms. Do you know what I mean? Like Wayfair. Like seriously, there's so many places you can go. I can't. Question. Yeah, if you heard that that Trump Trump had a paedophile ring going through his Trump Towers, would you would that be unbelievable? No, no, it wouldn't because of his, the past exposure. Do you know what I mean? Like there are court documents of him and Ep- Jeffrey Epstein that say that he's been um, convicted. It's not even like he's been convicted of these things, right? They settled out of court. Still documents that have been exposed. Do you know what I mean? He makes governments pay for um, rooms that they don't use 
um, if they want to meet with him. He's already a corrupt person. He won't show his bank statement. He's shrouded with evilness and deceit. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I would believe that. And his wife is a robot. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, yeah, I would absolutely believe that. There was a picture of Ghislaine, whatever her name is, with apparently the head of Wayfair, and everyone's like, that's not the head of mentioning her, though... Yeah. People think that she's dead already, don't they? That's kind of what I was going to say. Yeah. Wasn't there a news report? No, not a news report, but again, someone on a... filming themselves calling the prison... And like, because in America, you can check up on inmates and you can get their, either their release date or something. You can get some information just based on their name. It's actually a violation of privacy. But anyway, that's a whole different thing. I heard that there was a news report that said that she had died and then they deleted it. It was like a report and it had a few days in advance that she had died. And then they deleted it because they were like, wasn't it on the BBC or something? Someone sent me something anyway. It was on something. Maybe what? not be, I don't know what it was on. Maybe it was Sorry. in like. Did she, because she was recently arrested. Have they showed her mugshot? No. No, so they didn't show her mugshot. They didn't show, this is what this person was saying. Um, you know, her kind of getting into the car, which yeah. you usually see. So basically they're saying, they're basically trying to plant this seed that she's dead. So then when they do say, say that she's committed suicide, it's kind of believed, you know what I mean? It's like planting that seed, which is kind of what they've done with Jeffrey Epstein as well. Yeah. And like, you know, it's just so convenient that the guards fell asleep or something like, do you know what I mean? They're gonna, yeah, they might kill her. The prison that she's in is like a, like a notoriously bad prison, which is what they've done with Jeffrey Epstein as well. And she's got like, she hasn't got like proper clothes. She's got like paper clothes because she's on suicide watch and all this kind of stuff. And this is the thing, it's like, why do I know this? <laughs> By the way, what happened to the, you know, because there was black guards that, were, that went up for trial for Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein for neglect of duty. So oh, really? Say, oh, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard about that, what's happened with that case. I, I haven't heard of that. Yeah, there were black guards. No, That's just ridiculous. That. And I'll be like, imagine you just go to work one day. Someone's got to take the rap. And it's you for some, aye, boy. I mean, I, I, I don't have any sympathy at all. If you're going to do those types of jobs, I think sometimes um, yeah. this is it. With black bodies, you need to you need to know where you are, and when yeah. shit goes down, you're the one that's going to get the yep. hanging for it. So I have zero sympathy. Fair dues. Hey, I'm Auntie Nana. You're listening to your aunties could never. Now it's time for aunties to fix your life with aunties know best. All right, so. As on Facebook, and the dilemma read that this woman had married a man, and on marrying him, they never lived together. Now that they're they're married, they live together, and he doesn't believe in wiping his bum or anything going between his bum cheeks because he thinks he views it as gay. So she started to notice as she's washing his drawers that there's always a brown streak, and then she follows it through with one time she's riding him and afterwards there was brown on the bed because and then she asked him because it was like the final straw I was like what's going on he was like it's gay for me to, to, to separate sorry it's gay for me to separate my bum cheeks 
and like real men don't do that. So her question was, how can I, like I've left, um, she had left wet towels in the bathroom, hoping that maybe he would use that to help clean his bum properly. But what should she do? You know, I had to put myself on mute because the amount of times I said fuck off, I didn't want to offend our listeners. Just dump him. This, this, this is not even a question that you need to email. Or email. In the comments, there was bare people that were like, I've had similar. So I've heard this things. story. No, no, no. I, I have, this is not the first time I've heard this. And it is the epitome of nonsense. Like, bruv, <laughs> until you wash your ass, yeah? Wipe your, wipe and wash your ass. You're not getting no ass. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, nah, you can't come near me. But uh, he must stink as well. How does she not smell? So wait, wait, wait. Are we to believe that before they got married and lived with each other, they didn't do nothing? Yeah, I think she was like on that. Okay, but you can't smell him. If he's taking a shit and it's in his bum, because it will be in his bum, you will smell it. Like, no, just no. On all levels, that's grounds for divorce. No, I'm sorry, I'm gone. I'm out. I'm out. I can't look at you in the same way. It, no, I just can't. It's so disgusting. You're not wiping your ass because you think it is gay. You clearly, right, are not in touch with yourself then. You're hiding something. Because if you think that doing that, you've got bigger problems. And that's what I mean. Like, then... You maybe maybe you should be with a man because what's your problem? That you your own bum, your own <laughs> bum. It's not someone else's. It is your own. Bro, bro, you're not even in prison. You're not. <laughs> no, so wait, wait, wait. No, wait. Let's 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 get deeper. He's yeah. a man, right? He got a penis. Do you wash? Do you pull back your things and wash them? Because is that not gay? For you or touching another man, touching a penis, is that not gay? Like I don't, I don't understand. It's yours. It's no one else's. It is yours. It's so disgusting. I just can't. Like, I'm, I'm dumping him. I'm out. I'm. That's it. I, it's a no for me. No. Does she not get down oh. to another reason? She might not. No. Not everyone does. No, no yeah. they don't. But even okay, not everyone gives head. But I'm asking. Does she not give him head? Does she not smell that? Because for me, that area has to be a pristine situation, right? You cannot get into bed with someone because that waft wafts. When you're getting into it, waft <laughs> waft smells move around. Sex has its own identity so then extra <laughs> things it, i can't because i i don't know how far down the line i'd have to get with a guy to continue seeing his drawers are skid marked is already a problem first time i see it i don't even know like um judgment second time no we've got to have a conversation what's going on here i don't even know how long it will take me to say that this guy has got to go and i'm so sorry if you're the best guy in the whole wide world if you don't want to wash your butt because you believe that's gay. That means you've had an experience where you've touched your butt and you felt something great. <laughs> and then you're now feelings. scared. This is what I'm saying. Scared, and now you're like, Jup. now I understand. Let's, let's, let's give everybody the freedom because in this world, we're not allowed to have conversations about how we feel about fluidity and sexuality. So I can understand you might be very traumatized because you touched your bum, you wiped it a bit hard and you got flickled the taint and then you felt, whoa, I felt a shiver and something happens so and now you realize that your mind might be different. Maybe when you're watching TV, you get a rise when you see a certain man come on screen. So you're battling something. There's something you'd actually need to go and get yes. therapy about. You need help. Because if that means you're fight, it, it has to be deeper than the fact that you're so superficially dumb that if, <laughs> you're, what, if you wipe your butt and clean it, become a clean <laughs> human being. You're choosing to be a dirty, trampy bastard because you don't want to be gay. And then this 2020, 
yes, we still have stigma, but do you know what? Being gay is all right. You know, there's a lot more freedom. Maybe you're, I don't know. To me, I think it's therapy that's needed. If this is a real true story, therapy is needed because you need to unpack why you're so scared to be out. Because I believe this, sorry, woman, your man is gay. He's gay. And he's scared. And he needs to have therapy to wipe away the shit in life. <laughs> Reality and <laughs> you know what he needs to do? He needs to own his shit. That's own what he needs shit. to do. Own it, wipe <laughs> it, wash it. Okay, let's just say he's not dealing with any trauma. If he's just a regular dude, not dealing with any kind of like childhood trauma and all that kind of stuff, yeah, let's take that out of the equation. If I have to talk to you about what those dirty dr- it's a wrap. If I have to even have to have that conversation, it's a wrap. That's disgusting. Like... I don't think he's gay. I think he's just dirty. Like, it's just, that's just all it is. You're just, you've got really bad hygiene and you think it's all right. If I stay with you, you're going to think that I think it's all right. So that mm-hmm. can't run. <laughs> just can't run. Just, if you have children, so, you're going to say, This is what I was going to say. And they're going to yeah. think it's all right. If I have a son, you're going to tell him that he can't wipe his bum. <laughs> nah, that's nonsense. So, no, it's a wrap. It's over, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. over. You can't clean your own bum. Your no. bum. And the thing is, it's like, yeah, let's be real, yeah? Who's not always the same, is it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so if you've so you got a diarrhea going on, you're just going to let that run. No. You're going to let it run down, yeah? Or even the no. big one. No. That no. gets wedged in there. No. I mean, there's Stop all different it. types of Stop it. It's, it's disgusting. It's, it. it's actually, you're not, no, it's actually, it. you're dirty. You're actually dirty. You're I'm a dirty person. Whole, I'm deleting this whole section. <laughs> 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 I will not have two discuss on this podcast. I cannot. <laughs> See, this, this is why you don't need me ever doing dilemmas. You want punishment? You better find five dilemmas next week. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Dear aunties, love the show. Um, I really hope you can help, but it's a delicate one. I'm in a loving relationship, but my boyfriend doesn't go down until the other day. Um, And when he did, I was so excited because, you know, I really love that. However, a week later, he sent me a link to intimate uh, area deodorant. And I was mortified. I confronted him about it. And um, he says... He loves me to pieces, and I quote, "I just want you to be great." That's what he said. Oh, what do I, what do I do? Because I can't smell a difference. And if he has the hang up, isn't that his problem? But I really feel self conscious. <laughs> Have you ever been stumped like this before? <laughs> wow. Um... <laughs> You just got to put your pride aside because you want this to happen again. So in the same way, the dude before didn't think there was anything wrong with him not wiping his bum. Maybe you don't think there's a smell down there, but your partner does. I just think do what you can to just change the environment. So there's lots of things. You can Mm. eat differently. You can Mm, use this wash that he suggested and see if that works. But really, usually it is it is about diet mm. and hygiene. And he's down there. So it's worth a, a, a go at just seeing if things change. Like, I just think just remove any ego out of it. You're getting yours. He's getting his. Like, just make it happen. There really doesn't, you really don't need to have feelings about everything. 
yeah, your ego's bruised for a minute. You may have smelt that one day. Just work around it. Try and make this happen more because you're excited that it took place. You want it to happen again. Just run with this. It may have smelt that one time. Like, dust yourself off. Keep it going. I agree. We can't tell a man about washing his ass and then not tell a girl about washing her underneath. It's true, it's true. And as a woman, you go through different stages in your life where you do smell differently. And, you know, you hope that you smell it yourself. But if she's not smelling it herself, like Auntie Nana said, maybe she should look at her diet. She should look at what she's using to wash herself. Because sometimes washing yourself with the wrong thing changes the pH levels and all of that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. there's, there's things that she can do. Don't take it too badly. But I just wonder, like, when he, when he was having sex with her, did he not smell it then? How is he only smelt it? When he's put his head there. He probably did. That's why he wasn't going down there. That's true. That's very true. That's probably why he didn't. Mm. And is he talking about the taste as well? Or is it just... Oh, God. Well, I mean, going down, what do you think he's going to do? I know, but... (laughs) It's a thing, because it could be that, especially if he... Especially there's a thing... Reality is, if he's not used to going down and he had an expectation of what it would taste like, and then the taste, Uh, it could be that he's actually got it wrong and that he doesn't smell. And it's not that. It's just, this is how it tastes. So he might have to reprogram his brain like, well, look, you, if you don't like the taste of it, unless if it's not so disproportionate to what it should be tasting like or whatever, then maybe it's that he just doesn't like the taste of it as well. Or, and that's what's causing him an issue. Because if you don't like taste, it affects your smell as well. So mm-hmm. it's a hard pill to swallow when someone's telling you about yourself. It's like if someone had bad breath, all that type of stuff, uh, your ego takes a knock. However, as Auntie Nana said in Farzad, it's just... Try something, try the fact that he's, he's been enthusiastic. Okay, all right, babe, didn't realize. I'm going to try to drink water for the day, eat strawberries, all that stuff that they say. Do whatever you need to do, work it out. But it could, it could be down to his taste. You might not like the taste, and that's it. So there's a, um, a going down guard that you can yeah. use. Yeah. That you don't have to, if you don't like the liquid, then you can. Do you not think that, that maybe he just doesn't want to really do it? Hmm. Like, because he hasn't done too. it. For so long, and then he does it, and then he gives like super negative feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Got super negative feedback. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? And it could be like a ploy to make her not want to <laughs> get it done again. You don't want to do it. You don't have to do it. That's it. There's not everything is for everybody. You should be you shouldn't have to make up a lie just so he don't have to go down. It seems like he did a good job, and she was like, "Ooh, let's do it again." And he's like, "Yeah, baby, you smell though." And also, why leave it for a week? Sorry to cut you, yeah. You didn't say nothing straight away. And did he finish there as well? Do you know what I mean? Like, well, did he just do that? Like, just like that? Or did he like go for it and finish her off? <laughs> Where she's like, "Woo, my toes are curling." And then, because if that's the case, you'd think if you went there and there was an issue, you would move yourself quickly and carry on somewhere yeah. else. How could it? Yeah. Yeah, she said that. It sounds like she said that it was a good time and she's happy if she's waiting for the next time. But then he yeah. was like, because maybe he also found it difficult. If for it real, he's like, I'm doing this, don't like it. I can only equate that to having you when you're in a situation with someone that you didn't, you realize that this sex is dead, let's get it over and done with. Not in a rape scenario, however, just in a. What? Uh, not in, I'm saying, sorry, consensual. Maybe that's okay, yeah. Consensual <laughs> scenario. Yeah. Then borderlines into rape. That's why I've been like, said the big word. Okay. Not in that type of situation, but in a situation like, oh God, it's just dead. Not, wrong move. This is dead. Get it over and done with. He might have been in that mode, like, do you know what? This is weird. I don't want to be rude. 
I started so I finished. Started so I finished, but then and then he had problems trying to say it because like, oh shit, it's uh, it's hard to say. So sending him a link is a bit much though. That is. It's a is, lot, don't you that, think? That, that, that think. Is, that's that's not nice. If that's your you know girlfriend, I mean? you can have a and conversation. And I just want you to be great. Is you yeah, like? Oh my god, that's the bit I forgot about. <laughs> right. Oh my god, because you see that, you see, I just want you to be great. That is so patronizing. Do one in it. I want you to be great, Ralph. Move on. Learn how to suck pump pump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's enough of that, young ladies. Next. Okay. Oh, no, no. All right, hold on. Walk one, aunties. I've just started. To... <laughs> I don't know. I've just started listening to your show over the last few weeks, and you lot are jokes. Anyway, it oh. seems like you're all really supporting the next generation. So I wanted to ask you if you think this is acceptable beha- behavior from my mum or not. I'm 25 oh, years old. And I finally moved out. I'm flat sharing and the contract term is 12 months. My mum knows this, but has decided to change my old room into her office. He's put an exclamation mark. True say because of COVID and all that, (laughs) she's now able to work from home more. But up until I moved out, she was happy to do this from the dining room, which is why I think it's a slight pee take that she now wants to use my old room. I've spoken to her and been like, mum, but what if I need to move back in? And her answer is that I'll be 26 and shouldn't be thinking about coming back home, but about get, getting my own. I don't think she understands how hard it is for us nowadays to buy it or even rent somewhere. Like I said, I've tried talking to her, but she won't listen. As you lot are in a similar sort of age bracket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. (laughs) Wait, wait. Okay. As you lot are in a similar sort of age bracket, can you tell me how I should approach this and get her to understand where I'm coming from? Jay. Jay? Nah. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you how to approach it because you shouldn't approach it. Because (laughs) your mum's right. It's your time now. Unless you're in dire straits, yeah, absolute dire straits, that's when you go back home or if your mum's comfortable enough to have you back home. But if she wants to move on and do her stuff, that's her stuff now. You've left. Go, go about your business. Sort it out. You might have to suffer a little bit, but it's okay. You'll get through it. Serious, man. Just nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Should we go back? Seriously, you can't tell your mum what to do with her house. You've exactly. left the house. You can't, she can't create a, a, a museum. Um, for you, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Imagine having a spare room. Just... <laughs> Sorry, some people don't have spare rooms, you know. Do you know what I mean? So no, I think no, 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 no. Grow up, Jay. Grow up. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, unless your mum's living in a mansion and she's literally like, you're not one of these rooms you can come back to. <laughs> Twenty rooms and none. You can't force her to have a, a yeah a memoriam to you and have it. What would you want to come home and like? This is my school books and my posters when I was freaking twelve on the wall. Still, nah, it's not that. We got to move on. I think any mother would open the doors back to a child that was in dire suffering need. And if she doesn't, that's a different conversation. However, and she might even still be like, "Tough love, you better sort it out." How, she's within her right to do that. But most mothers, that maternal shit kicks in. Child is destitute. They'll let you in. She might. You just might. She might have to move her desk to the left, get a sofa bed, pull it out. You can sleep on that. It's, it is what it is. Your mum has to move on. She's you're out now. That's it. Conversation. I don't think you should bring it up in the way you need to bring it up. Maybe if you're feeling hurt, because it could be detachment issues. 
you're feeling a bit scared of the future and you want something that's comfortable. So it's kind of like that emotional bond that you feel is being cut when she moves on. It might feel like you're being ejected and rejected, but it's not that. Your mum's, you know, you're moving on. She's got to move on. Maybe have a conversation about how you feel a little bit cut off or something like that. (laughs) But you have to go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, ultimately, kind of get on with it and don't freaking talk to your aunt like that. We knock you out. <laughs> I wanted to go on the 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 familiarity in the beginning. Was it Wagwan? Wagwan. Imagine, imagine. Jay. Jay, there are all levels of immaturity <laughs> screaming. Wagwan aunties from you. Like, come on, you're 25. You are a man. Really, your next five years, you need to be working on buying your mum a house. And yourself mm. a house, not trying to get back into the spare room. The room is gone. If you need to move back, you're moving back on a sofa in the living room <laughs> that you pack up when you need to right. go to work in the morning. Like this is, it, it, no, your mum's not trying to bring up a, a baby man. Like she wants a proper. She wants you to be a king and rule a castle. Like you should be working to buy your own place and then you need to get something for your mum. Don't be relying on a room like you're going to come right. back to a room. It's like, fix up properly. Fix up. <laughs> and tell tell your friends about this and let them tell you to fix up as well. <laughs> and to the aunties. Like, go and speak to another man about this. Fix up, man. How hard it is is relative, right? Do you know what I mean? Like, when I was moving out, it was hard. It's hard. Do you know what I mean? Everyone that moves out, it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easier. Do you know what I mean? And that's not a reason for you to hold on either. Just just get through it. You'll get through it, man. Um, did Jay say that he was entangling with a woman? Is that why he's not sure about what's going to happen? So he wants no. to have a, a lifetime no. coming back. But it sounds like a man that's going into it. With man. Man's not really sure how it's going to go, you know, so I just want to get home. Like, you need a safety net. Go and commit to that woman as well. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think he said anything. No, he said... I don't care. I, I can imagine there's a he girl. Said he, he said he's flat sharing. That's what he mm. said. Yeah, but, that's what they... Listen, that's an entanglement. That's how they say it. <laughs> Man's just that's what they all say. This time, she's thinking, oh my God, I'm moving in with my baby. <laughs> Man's just flat sharing with my man. <laughs> yeah, no, from my point of view, it's like I, I back everything that the rest of you aunties are saying, like, you're 25. When I was 25, do you know how many years I'd lived on my own for? Right. Like, right. grow some balls, mate. You can't keep sucking your mum's teeth. It's time exactly. to move on. Like, exactly. nah, man, do one. You're, and as for your mum, she is entitled. She's had you in the yard for 25 long years, and you sound spoiled. She is entitled to move on and make her house comfortable for herself. Mm, Why yeah. should she keep your room just in case you want to come home? And like Auntie, Auntie AK said, if you're in dire straits and you need to come home, your mum will let you in. Like Auntie Nana said, it might be on the couch, but she'll let you in. Why should she wait around 12 months to see what you're going to do? And then you'll do another 12 months and now I'm not coming home yet, mum. I'm like, it's all right here, isn't it? And no, let your mum move on. You're 25 big years old. Do you know what I mean? Do one. You're lucky. You're lucky. You're not my child because yeah. you'd, have been, you'd have been out ages. You've been out from time. Ages you know I mean? ago. 
You know what he needs to do? If you want that room to stay like that, pay rent on that room. I mean, yeah, pay, no, pay rent for the whole house. For the whole house. Yeah, 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 yeah. How are you not paying for the whole house? Yeah, to be I honest. don't understand that. I'm sorry, I don't. I, I, and then you're talking about, oh, she doesn't understand how hard it is. Do you understand how hard it was for her having your big grown 25-year-old <laughs> up in her yard? Probably you know not I mean? paying rent or nothing. No, no, no. Eating all, eat the food. all the food. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Using Jay. all the electricity. All right. the electricity. All the water. <laughs> all the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> your mum's got, got to work in the dining room. Yeah. You like, you even pay council tax about yeah. dining room. Right. He probably doesn't even know how to spell he council tax. He probably doesn't even know what council tax is. Oh, so yeah, Jay. Wagwan. What about Wagwan? That's your Wagwan. <laughs> and I was going to say, just as an anecdote, when I had my daughter and I had to, so I'd moved out, had my daughter, came back home for the year, waiting for my flat, as you do. Um, and my mum, I think the first flat that came up, mum was like, let's go see it. And I was like, mum, it's a council estate. It's a block. <laughs> I mean, we have never, I've never lived on a block. She came, looked around quick time. Yeah, this is nice. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and I'm like, but she wants to rent out the, another room in a flat. I was like, mum, all right, calm down. But I went, I took it because I was like, what, is, what can I do? I can't argue. I felt hurt. It's hurtful. Sometimes your mum wants to get you to freak out. I didn't want to stay with her either. I was in the front room with my babes. It is what it is. Mum was like in about half an hour walking around the flat. She took two <laughs> wasn't even decorated, didn't have shit going on. She's like, yeah, this is fine, it's perfect. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was hurt. It is what it is. Mum's got to live. So they get it's, out. A, it's true, you know. It's the reality that you think that they want you to stay. Yeah. <laughs> no. Get out, man. Not all the get time, out. man. It's 20 odd years. It's like you've been there too long. You should have been too up from 18. That's what I'm saying. He's 25. I swear down. He's already seven years too late, like dust. Listen. Do you know what I mean? I don't I don't quite think Jay thought this is what he's gonna get. I bet Jay used to sweet talking his aunties. Not these ones. <laughs> We don't fall for a cute smile. Don't worry about it, nephew. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, do <laughs> um, Dear aunties, she said, this is the woman's problem. She said that since lockdown, before lockdown, I was a weave queen, wig queen, glamour queen. Didn't see me without my makeup, my nails, everything, and my hair had to be hidden. Since lockdown forced me into another existence, I've embraced my natural hair, my natural look, and I'm really loving it. However... As you can guess, my partner starting to drop hints about, so when are you going to make that appointment? Seeing as lockdowns <laughs> up and the hairdressers and salons are opening, when are you going to get back to that chick that I loved or that I fell in love with? And I'm kind of feeling some type of way because I don't want to go back to that look. I really like how I am. And I've learned a few things in this time. What can I do? What should I do? And how should I broach it? Because my man feels, and he is that guy. And I know when we met, he was that guy. So what do I do? If this is preference and this is no longer how you want to look, it's a proper conversation. Like he either yeah. adapts to your new look or you two go your separate ways because he's yeah. no longer attracted to you. But mm -hmm. would you actually, so take the power back. Are you attracted to a man who wants false hair on your head to be attracted to you? Like mm -hmm. really like, is this the type of person that you want to be around? Because the longer you two are together, the more you're going to change. 
how you're going to look when you're pregnant is going to be different. Mm -hmm. How you're going to look after children is going to be different as you age in your fifties, your sixties, your seventies, you're going to look different. It's not going to be the same. So do you want somebody whose emotional intelligence is so fixated in the attractiveness or his attraction to his mate, to a specific look and not the intent that she has, her intellect, what she's about, her spirit. If he isn't attracted to that, maybe this isn't the man for you. Mm. And maybe it's now to, you know, move on, cut him loose. Shadow. I think you should have a conversation about it anyway. Because if that's it, if that's his preference and he's proud and he's standing in it with his chest, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's his preference, then cool. As long as you're taking care of your hair, yeah, and it looks decent, like it's healthy, let's say that. Obviously, I don't think it's a problem, but I do think that sometimes people go natural and think that they don't they don't need to take care of their hair anymore. Just have a conversation with them, really. If he wants to be that shallow, mate, you got to then decide whether you want to be with a shallow man or not, you know? Personally, <laughs> I wouldn't stand for that person. That's what I say. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. I'm not having it. You can't be telling me what to do, how I look. I don't care how I looked when you met me. I don't care. Like, this is me now, isn't it? You either embrace it or you don't because you should learn. You should love more than the exterior. And as long as I'm washing myself, my ass included, (laughs) and like I'm doing my hair, you know, it might not be a style that you like, but you should learn to love it because it's me. And like everybody says, you change. How I look now isn't even how I looked like two years ago. It's not the same thing. So you should be able to grow with the person that you're with if you truly love them and you truly see a future in it. And if you don't like their new look, then you need to move on. And also the woman, if, if he can't take your new look, you need to think about the type of man that you've got because I bet he don't look how he looked when you first got him. He's probably got a belly now yeah. and all types of shit. Like men love to talk about women must maintain this, that and the other, but what the fuck are you maintaining? It's all right for you to swing low with your belly in it. That's, that's all, that's all <laughs> good. <laughs> you don't look the same either. We're growing, we're maturing. And he needs to consider that. Just tell him, I ain't going back to the hairdressers. I like doing it myself now. That's it. Do you know how much money I've saved? Thanks. If his hairline is still his hairline as well. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, and also, like, does his beard connect? Do you know what I mean? Because if your beard don't connect, <laughs> what are we really talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are we debating? <laughs> so what are we debating? I agree. So, yeah. Especially the, the joy of being natural. It is hard work, but it's also freeing. So if I'd actually do all that other crap and save money, well, we're not going back to it. And it would be definitely about addressing what kind of a man you've been with because if you've had an epiphany and a rebirth in this lockdown and decided to get in touch with your natural self and your man is still in a superficial lane and I'm not saying if you like weeds you're superficial but it sounds like he's got this habit mad issue then you don't want a guy like that because he's yeah, not man. and he's going to be the first to jump out into an entanglement entang- I love that word Me an entanglement <laughs> with another woman when you're pregnant you're like oh I didn't get the attention Ooh. so had to go blatantly, that blatantly. Yeah. you didn't lose your weight your nose got fat I try to get out of it get out of it and even if <laughs> get out of it man so yeah man I agree with everything your aunties have said thank you very much I'm sure she's going to take this advice with Vim and um, hopefully, well, maybe broken up a relationship. Who knows? <laughs> no, <laughs> hopefully the guy, like, they have a nice conversation and go. he understands. Yeah. He understands, like, okay, all right, yeah, so you're 
your look is changing, it's cool. Maybe then they can look at some natural hair magazines together and he can be like, oh, I like this look. Oh, I like that look. Like maybe there could be a mutual understanding of the <laughs> He's just going to go for extensions. <laughs> Isn't it? It's been very interesting this lockdown though, how men have turned into beasts. And the thing is, women have actually thrived because we have, the only thing we need to adjust because generally we're natural beauties, right? You love look grisly and terrible, to be honest. Your beards have gone like that. Your <laughs> eyebrows have gone wayward. Your hairlines have revealed that they're not hairlines anymore. <laughs> so all this, this You're stuff out of order. <laughs> us for hiding stuff. I mean, we made an effort to always look 100. You lot just thought you could shave and get away with it. Now look, now look, look. I was thinking though, I saw like with guys, yeah, like a shape up, yeah. Just it does, does so much. Why, it does seen so the transformation. Much, yeah? And I get it now why they're so deep on their barber. their barber, why they have to get that appointment. Like I get it. Because without it, you guys are kind of you're nothing, get it? No, oh, wow. No, oh, no, this yeah. is but this is the thing because they go in at us. You lot spend so long in the hairdresser. Listen, we like when I I worked in a salon. The way that guys used to use it as a, as a, a meeting place, a mating call to beat their chest and posture in front of the women getting their hair done. But they'd be in there like, wow, you lot take long, innit? You lot, I'm just in my barber, in and out, back, 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 teasing us for all the stuff that we do to look good for some, most of the time for them. And now look, you lot were crying for your barber, looking like Buffalo Bill mm-hmm. in the wild, jungle. Seriously. Epitome of a jungle beast. I feel like DJ Khaled for me was yeah. the absolute worst because he was literally <laughs> Mahmoud from the Turkish shop. Yeah. And it's like, wow, who knew that this was like, like the amount of spray that goes onto his hair. He's balding. So they fill that in, they spray it, they give him a fade. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. A lot of these celebrities I've seen, they dye their hair, you know? Yeah. These male celebrities dye their hair. Because when they go, I'll see it's a bit peppery, man. It's a, <laughs> it's a bit peppery. peppery in your beard. You're not even the age, man. Kevin Hart, he's yeah. almost yeah. all grey. You see Diddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Diddy was a beast. Like, <laughs> Diddy was really, wow, wow. Yeah. No, it's interesting. They just, they just dare not cuss us. They dare not cuss us anymore. No, no, no. Lot, they don't have there's any... a lot. Yeah, they can't say nothing. Can't Seriously. Say nothing. Did you see Stormzy? Yeah, Stormzy looked... Stormzy looked like a 40-year-old. I was yeah. like, what, dude, you only turned 25 the other day. No, I didn't see it. <laughs> he, looked, he, looked, he looked rejected. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Angie Grant said, my whole male population on my timeline aged 10 years. That is precisely what happened. And the ball patches that were coming no. out were spacious. Was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was serious. It was like, bro, look at you know, bro. Got, got cul-de-sacs yeah. going on. I'd love to know what this chicksa man looks like because I bet he's talking, like, as he said. Yeah, man, it's like parking and <laughs> left and right. Oh, Lord. No, because, you know what? We get guns so much. Women no, get it's very, true. It's true. So it's true, much. we do. For the amount of work we do to look good. Not and really. it was like, you with your wigs and they, they we get gunned all the time to the point where men are taking the piss out of us becoming us to take the piss out of us and our look yeah yeah we, we don't do that as much we can't do that the way that they do it this is our time to 
bury them. If you're cold as yeah. that, you're, as you <laughs> said, swing low bellies, you're sick. <laughs> you couldn't get to the gym, so all this pretending is like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, <man>. right. <laughs> exactly. Very joyful. Very, very, very joyful. Sorry, guys. Love you all, but now, nah, man, good. That was Auntie's Know Best. If you have a dilemma, please send them to dilemmas.yourauntiescouldnever at gmail.com. Hey, I'm Auntie Farah and you're listening to Your Aunties Could Never. And now we're about to take you guys back with Black in the Day. Can we have some Remix. jingles done, man? Remix. Yeah, we do Remix. need to okay. I think we should sing them all as well. <laughs> okay, we can sing all them. All jingles. Black in the day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. There you go. <laughs> I was a kid again. Thank you. And everybody say. I remember way back when. And everybody say. I remember way back when. Again. And everybody, and everybody say. I remember, I remember way, way back when. What? what? Back in the day. What? When? Back in the day. I'm not old enough. I'm not old enough. That was going to be I've only seen, I think I've already seen that chorus on a meme. No, you <laughs> don't try it. You don't, you don't ain't, you don't ain't that young. Get out. Like, no, no, honestly. <laughs> I'm gonna own that thing. That, that was my house. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that bit. That's my shoe. I know that. I'm work. not. You're not that young. <laughs> like <laughs> Wagwan Jay said, you're not that young. Yeah, no, basically, no, you're, you're lying. So, seen the video. I don't even care. That's my. I've, n- I've never seen a video. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. I'm out back in the day. Jerome. <laughs> no, no, I haven't actually. Yeah, no, no, I'm like hands up. Have, 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 you have. That's because you chose not to, not because you couldn't have access to it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't try it. They were listening to Bros. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Yeah, Bros was. Yeah, it wasn't even. Was it, was it, it wasn't even. But hold on, how can you know? How can you know Bros? But you don't know that Bros was even earlier than that song. Oh, really? wait, hold on, hold on. I might have watched the reruns there. I don't know. I might watch. You know, when Top of the Pops used to come on BBC Two, they did look. Top of the Pops gold. My Black in the Day was your first celebrity crush, but I swear I had 20,000. So it was, I was going to say, oh. your first celebrity crush and your first real life crush. That's what I'll ask. Oh, God. Yeah, man. Celebrity crush is easy. I remember um, every little step by day. Yeah. I love Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown was like, obviously, when you're little, you like other people, but Bobby Brown was the first time I was like, oh, my God, this is my husband. Oh, my God, I, I, I'm, I'm desperate to meet him. And I had like posters of him all over my walls and I was convinced that you know me and him should be together and then Jodie C came and I was convinced that me and them should be together all them. of them <laughs> particularly not not all of them I would say Dalvin I used to think that uh, Jojo looked like a hippo and I used to think that um, Casey looked like a dinosaur so I was never really into them too they had the best voices yeah but uh, I was never mm. into them. but um it was all about Dalvin Dalvin was just like and I remember I went to the concert and I always used to think that girls that screamed at concerts were dumb. I'd be like, why are they screaming and crying? What's wrong with them? And then I went to the concert and me and my friends, we were like, ah, screaming and crying. Like it was, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know about real life crush. Probably some boy in primary school who was an idiot who I fought him. I don't know. Celebrity. The only one that's coming to mind is Genuine because he oh was God. the absolute <laughs> type 
that if I saw anybody like that, basically light skin with greasy hair, <laughs> I fancied you. So when I saw Genuine, it was just an instant, perfect. You fit the mold perfectly. So <laughs> that lasted a while. I can't think of a person. It, it just any, it was just a rare. Lights can wear hair, but it had to be particularly juicy, curly, so it had to be full of gel. Activated. Yeah, and I generally <laughs> fancy that person, so that that was it. And people, like my friends, would spot somebody and be like, oh, you like him? Yep. yep perfect. <laughs> uh, I wasn't fussy, it's just those particular two sentiments. I have a few <laughs> that I can remember. So the boys in Saved by the Bell, I like them a the lot. Boys. Apart from Skip, yes. yeah, so is yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't remember yeah. the other guy's name. Oh, Mario. Was, uh, but, Ma- yeah, his, his real name, name is Mario. Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What I can't remember what Slater. Yes, that was me. Okay. All right. And then I also like Dalvin, Mr. Dalvin, because he had, Sweet. I don't know, I just really like, I just thought he was amazing. Everyone liked Devontae. No, I, I didn't know, Mr. No, Dalvin, because he was just a bit more yeah. quieter yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. So I liked him. I also liked Jordan and is it Joe McIntyre yeah. from Nukes oh, on the did. Block. Loved them to pieces. And I also liked Tupac as well. I was obsessed with Tupac oh, yeah, so Tupac. much that I had a boyfriend that looked exactly like him yeah. and done and everything. And I was <laughs> in love. In terms of real life, I remember liking this boy in primary school <laughs> called Rodney. <laughs> Um, he used to draw and I used to think it was amazing so I'd be like draw this for me and he would draw it for me and I, I thought that was love <laughs> so it probably it. was then <laughs> yeah it probably was and then I also liked but when I was older yeah my teacher one of my maths teacher Mr Cornish he was alright and he moved me from his set he <laughs> <laughs> was probably eyeing him up he was like not today yeah, and I was, I was a bit worried to him <laughs> But only because I liked him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Those are mine. Yeah, like you, there's multiple. I think I was always in fantasy land, not sexual fantasy, but it's always like, gee, this is going to be my boyfriend. I love Corey <laughs> Haim, rest his soul. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Loved him in um, Lost Boys. That, like, that was my... And I think there was a generic blonde-haired, blue-eyed thing because I went to school in Wimbledon. So there's a generic kind of look that white boys had that I'd be like, oh, I fancy him. Mm-hmm. So Corey Haim was like the poster child. And I think Diana Ashbrook, from he was in Twin Peaks and he played Laura's was it Laura's boyfriend on the motorbike? He was a bit he just it, there's a look like floppy hair and he just okay. had to kind of have like a chiseled face and it was just <gasps> dumb. So I had a bit of that. Um but then the black it was in the in the Blacklands. It was Mr. Delvin. It was MC Brains. That's it, I'm trying to remember his name. MC Brains. Listen. Oh, oh, I'm too young. I'm too young. I'm lost. I don't know. MC Brains was amazing. Let me share my screen. I beg you. I've got to find it. MC Brains. In my head, I was like, MC, Father MC, but I was like, no, it's not Father MC. It's MC Brains. And he made like two songs. Yeah, it was like a no hit wonder, to be fair. Yeah. No hit. He had a tune called Uchi Kuchi La La La. That was one of the tunes. He was hot. It was super hot for no reason. He was super hot. One hit wonder. And he was always in like um, Word Up and those black magazines. Then you get no, posted. I used to buy those. Yeah, so. Exactly. Are you guys serious, yeah? Yeah, I mean, look. Hold on, wait. He was hot. 
Wait, back well, in the day. Well, you said it was out the hat. Yeah, yeah. No, like, we're talking did... about we're talking about back in the day, not now. Back in now. Listen, Jordan and Joe McIntyre. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I, 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 National Heart I, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. The world. I, I agree. I agree. You don't have to, but you don't have to like everybody. They don't have to be liked by everybody to be hot. They don't. But anyway, I did. I, I'm I, just I, saying. I did pick. I, for some reason, it was really dumb. And imagine who I am today. I thought Donny was the best out of each on the blog, but I think he was horrendous. But I think it's just because he was the most black. <laughs> Black acting. <laughs> Imagine who I am today. So the one that was acting black was the one that got my attention. If I had to go there, but um, it's so dumb reasoning. Are you laughing at MC Brains? Yeah, he looks. I'm really- laughing at Donny. Yeah, Donny was horrendous, but that's who I thought. And Joey was cute. I went to Lucas on the Block concert multiple times. I mean, it was a problem. But yeah, it was for me. And Ralph Tresvant, I thought was beautiful. Mr. Dalvin, MC Brains, and you know all the typical. I wasn't really a. I didn't really think Bobby Brown was that. Oh my god. I really wasn't. I was. I wasn't enamoured with him. I didn't want to go out with him. I wanted to go out with Dalvin instead. Um, in the real world, lots of crushes. There was a boy called Tom Clues. He's a mixed race boy, and he used to have really like dramatic hairstyles. Which I think, just because I went to a predominantly white school, it was all amazing. Oh my god, look at his hairstyle this week. Mm-hmm. And um, when we, when that year left, because he was a year above me, everyone was crying and hugging and being dramatic. And I remember I went back <laughs> to him for multiple hugs. <laughs> 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 he gave me loads of hugs and I was really, really happy with those hugs. Um, but then one thing, my mum, it was a bit like a storybook. My mum moved, we moved to Mitcham and I remember going to the shop and as I went to the shop, I saw a beautiful black boy who lived a road away from me and I was, I died. He's called Junior. <laughs> I don't know where he is now. And I think he's married to a white woman anyway. I used to like white girls really. But anyway, Junior Mendez was Beautiful. He was tall. Full name. Yeah, full name. I, I don't know. She wants to find him, basically. Do you know what I mean? You want somebody to be like, I know yeah. Junior. And the Thomas guy. Those two she wants to find. Oh, Tom, yeah, Tom Cruise too. I don't know. Busy. Um, um, if you're free. Um, yeah, Junior was so cute. I remember going to the shop and I was obviously dressed in rubbish house clothes. I'm like, oh my God. And then it was like a weekend or summer holidays. And then we went back to school. Oh my God, that's the boy I was telling you about. He goes to the boys' school and to our girls' school. And then we all became friends. And yeah, he went out with one of my friends and, I was, <laughs> and that was it. But he was very, very beautiful. And it was like one of those neighborhoods. So every time I go shop, I had to make an effort because you know, you'd hope to see him on the corner him. somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that was it. Yeah. Did you guys like um, Luke Perry? Yeah. Oh, yes. Sure. Yes. Luke Perry was I loved, I loved man. Luke Perry. And also, and I kind of went for Brian Austin Green for a little second. Oh, yes. 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 She was nice, you yes. know. Yes. And I hate, she was I hated Brandon. No, I, I didn't like Brandon. No, I didn't mind Brandon, you know. No, it was, no, it was all about Dylan. Brandon did was you, like, oh. did you like Theo or Cockroach? Hmm? In Cosby Show. Neither. Shut up. Neither. Yeah. <laughs> I, was just about, I was about to say, don't try it. Because you definitely watch Cosby Show. I really don't know who you're talking about. Not neither. I didn't really. I, really didn't. I, didn't, I couldn't say that I fancied either. No, I me mean, neither, actually, to be fair. Mm-mm. Thea, no. I don't know who the other person is, but I know Theo. It was his best friend, Cockroach. Oh, no. Cockroach? That was yeah, Cockroach. No, no, I don't remember that. No way. I don't remember that. 
Dawson's oh, Creek. No. I like Casey. Casey. No, Casey. Yeah, I did not, like Casey. Not, not James Van der Bighead. No, no, it was Casey. Not too Casey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even yeah. Casey was a stretch. It was just like, um... yeah, no. Dawson's but Creek. Casey's nice. Casey's nice. I've always. No, had I did a like Casey. Spot for Joshua Jackson, and I liked him when he was in Fringe too. I was like, yeah, he's cute. He's alright. Yeah, I like him. Hey, I'm Auntie Shade. You're listening to Your Aunties Could Never. It's almost time to wrap up. Before we do, aunties, what's made you sad, mad or glad? I am sad about all the deaths. Very sad for Naya Rivera and her family because her four-year-old son, that's going to be traumatic for him growing up. I'm mad about Breonna Taylor still hasn't, her people haven't been brought to justice. I'm mad about that. I'm glad that it's payday tomorrow. No, right. Because the man's broke. It's buying all these things. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. It's true. I am sad as well. I'm all the deaths and Brianna Taylor. But it's very sad. We still don't have justice there. And Sandra Bland as well. That was sad. The anniversary of that. I'm mad. Because, can you see my hands? What happened? It's swollen. What's happened? Yeah. yeah, I got bit by insects and I'm having an allergic reaction and my hand's swollen. So I'm mad. I can't work the way I normally work and it's annoying. But I am glad because I get to rest a little bit. Like uh, I was saying earlier, I think it's the universe's way of telling me to slow down a little bit. Mm. So I'm going to take advantage of that. And I also got my train to slay bands, training bands that you put around your legs. So I'm happy about that. I'm sad the same. I'm just sad about the deaths. Is that I think that's the only thing I've been sad about. I have been mad a few times at things online. Oh, I was mad because one of my favorite YouTube channels was taken off for 24 hours. But it was put back on again. But that did make me mad that YouTube are doing that to black channels. Oh, um, oh, wow. Yeah, it's quite common. They do that all the time. So I'm glad and anxious. I'm glad because I, after Black Pound Day, I did really well. And it's been quite busy for me. But it's been so busy, I feel like I'm on the verge of burnout. So I'm going to take two weeks off. So I'm really glad that I'm able to take two weeks off but I'm quite nervous about taking two weeks off because I've never done that before. I've always had my shops open. So I'm teetering on that kind of glad excitement, but then also quite scared for some reason, but I know I need to do it. So yeah, that's me. I'm sad because I keep going, well, apart from everything else that's going on, I'm sad because I keep going to bed super late. I've been really good at going to bed at a decent hour but it's starting to creep in old habits and I'm very sad about that because it's a bit hard to break. I'm going to try and go to bed early. Try. I'm mad because when I was in Chiswick on the weekend doing my shopping and um, watching all the people that weren't wearing masks, I had two people tell me how to queue. And I was like, <laughs> I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know why you're talking to me because I was queuing. First queue, I was minding my own business in the masks. No, no. Well, it doesn't even matter. Robert Dyer's queue anyway. And this old lady without a mask on, you know, came to say, you're in the queue, love. And I was like, yes. Why don't you move up? Because you wanted me to move up closer to the other person. I was like, I looked it up and down and just went about that <laughs> continued. I said something rude, but I don't want to be rude in public. <laughs> anyway, um, and then <laughs> let her 
standing behind me. Like, you haven't even got a mask. I've got a mask on. And you're telling me how to, like, what's the logic here? And then I went to another queue, um, Holland and Barrett, <laughs> and this next woman came with her two kids. Like, go on then, love. I'm like, but they told me to wait. Like, why are you, it's a minor thing, but why are you telling me, am I stupid? Am I standing out there for fun? Am I just standing there because I'm drunk? Like, what, 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 what is that? It's really <laughs> that why are you telling me how to queue? I'm not just standing there. <laughs> and if you want to go in, go in, isn't it? Like, leave me. Anyway, so two white people just tell me how to queue. Well, don't tell me how to queue. It's not the time. Black lives matter. And, <laughs> and I'm glad because I've had a great run of grapefruits because they've all been <sighs> wonderful and I love my grapefruits and I've had a great run. None of them in dry and crispy and a disappointment. So long may the great grapefruit run rain. Oh, I've got a thing to say. Um, ginger. When you're buying ginger, look on the pack if you buy it in a pack. And if it's from China, don't buy it. Try and find something else because Chinese ginger, it's been so modified, it doesn't even work. There's no point in buying Chinese ginger. It's not, you're not going to have any of the antioxidant properties from it. So just okay. to be aware, when you're buying ginger, make sure it's not from China. I mean, I'm glad that Nana told us this. I may add that Thanks. in every week, one of the little facts that I found. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, my people... No, what about Sarah? Sarah, did you think it was ready? Good. Yeah, no, I did mine. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I did mine. So clearly you weren't listening, was you? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember it. It's bad. This keeps happening. And that's it. Do hit us up on Instagram and let us know what's made you sad, mad and glad. If you want to follow the aunties, here's how you can. You can follow me, Auntie AK, on all social media platforms at The British Blacklist. You can follow me, Auntie Nana, on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest and Twitter at Love Yaya. You can follow me, Auntie Shade, at Shade Salami on all platforms. And you can follow me, Auntie Farah, on Instagram at FarOutProductions77. And that's our show. You've been listening to Your Aunties Could Never podcast, hosted by The British Blacklist. Please listen to us via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other listening platforms. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as Your Aunties Could Never. Please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. See you later. <laughs>